I'm Mark Pender for Econoday with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econoday. Mark, we're starting the week off with big news Monday morning. Industrial production was stronger than expected. Uh, is this a weather, January to February weather effect? It, it definitely looks like uh, we're getting a rebound from the adverse weather in January, perhaps a little bit sooner than some expected. Uh, we're having a strong number for February industrial production uh, came in unexpectedly strong uh, it was up uh, 0.6 percent after dipping 0.2 percent in January market expectations were 0.3 percent and the Fed usually doesn't make much commentary in its uh, official releases uh, it actually stated that uh, there was a weather rebound. So it looks like uh, we may be getting some better numbers in February. Uh, I had actually expected it to be March, but uh, we apparently manufacturers made an effort to replace lost production from January into February. So we may be seeing some better numbers than expected for February. Now, Mark, just to, to clarify, so we can understand, the industrial production report, is it measuring uh, output or is it measuring shipments? It's output. Uh, it's uh, what's actually produced. Uh, of course, uh, the shipments are shown in the uh, well, it's typically called the orders report, factory orders, uh, durables and factory orders. Uh, so we're, we're, we're talking production and apparently manufacturers made a serious effort to re replace production lost in January. And it was interesting because February was also a very heavy month and it, I, it, it is possible, I guess, then that, that shipments could be delayed in February. It's possible, but uh, based on uh, the industrial production report, it looks like manufacturers put in an extraordinary effort to make a comeback. The week's highlight, in industrial production aside, is likely to be, the, of course, the Fed's decision on Wednesday, and it will include the Fed's quarterly forecast for the economy, followed by new Fed Chair Janet Yellen's first quarterly press conference. What are you looking for, Mark? I, I am agreeing with most economists, uh, Janet Yellen, <laughs> she's going to be her own person eventually, <laughs> but right now the, the label is Bernanke 2.0, uh, meaning that she continues the policies of Ben Bernanke's um, FOMC. Of course, they weren't just Bernanke's policies but the entire FOMC. But uh, of course policy rates are almost, are, what we want to do is think about what to look for. Policy rates are going to be the same. That's, that's a given. 
it appears that those within the FOMC have decided that taper needs to continue as scheduled unless there's just you know some extreme deviation in the data up or down. So we can likely expect uh, further taper of 10 billion each FOMC for the rest of the year until uh, quantitative easing is down to zero. Uh, the big questions are going to be on the views of the economy, on guidance, and the forecast. And then after that release, uh, we'll get to hear Janet Yellen's first quarterly press conference. Also, more than usual, the forecast may get more market attention. Uh, there's been a little bit of tapering, probably should choose another word. Uh, there's been a little bit of uh, easing in the forecast uh, for economic growth. So uh, we, we definitely want to pay attention to the forecasts that come out uh, on Wednesday. Is that uh, easing a, a weather uh, effect? There's going to be some discussion, I mean, all, almost certainly some discussion about the weather. And that will affect the year-on-year -year forecast. Um, but the Fed is definitely, the, one of the big issues is going to be uh, guidance. The, the Fed earlier had switched to uh, numeric guidance in terms of the unemployment rate at 6.5 percent and inflation at two and a half percent, not to exceed that. Uh, so right now the unemployment rate has come down faster than expected even though the economy is still very sluggish and at the same time the inflation rate uh, the the PCE deflator is running about one percent uh, dramatically below the the Fed's stated goal of two percent long-term and tolerance of two and a half percent so we're gonna need to watch for uh, changes in wording and guidance, which I, I think will be very likely. Surrounding the unemployment rate? Uh, I think the Fed's going to move away from focus on the unemployment rate, at least temporarily. And uh, taper's going to continue. Uh, they, there's still plenty of excess reserves in the system and the focus is likely going to be on low, low inflation. Outside the Fed uh, and industrial production, the, the big numbers are on housing. We, we have housing starts tomorrow and then uh, existing home sales uh, later. And this morning we had a pretty flat report from home builders who aren't uh, reporting uh, much strength and are reporting very, very weak traffic. What are you looking for, Mark? 
Well, I think we have to differentiate. Uh, there's almost certainly going to be a seasonality effect in the data. Uh, housing starts in January were plunged 16.0%, and that was due to extremely cold we weather. So we're almost certainly going to get a seasonality. It's, it's all about the seasonal factors and how much uh, the data deviate from typical numbers. So certainly, yes, January is cold, but January was atypically cold, and starts were atypically down. So we're almost certainly going to get some comeback. Um, and also for existing home sales, uh, we also had a 5.1% drop, and that was related to cold weather. You just don't go home shopping <laughs> when weather's that bad. Um, so really for the next month or so, it's, it's really all about how much do the numbers deviate from typical seasonal patterns. Uh, winter is winter, but is it typical or not? We have not had a typical winter, so uh, we're you know, coming into the rebound phase based on seasonality, and I, I think we can see some positive numbers over the next uh, couple of months. Finally, let's uh, turn to the Ukrainian situation. Over the weekend, Crimea, there was a ballot, and they uh, overwhelmingly apparently voted to join Russia, and uh, the Obama administration has started some sanctions. The reaction in the market has been very uh, po uh, positive, moving to uh, back to risk assets, and the Dow up about 1%. Uh, any thoughts, Mark? Uh, <laughs> couple of thoughts. It's very curious. Um, you might have thought there would be flight to safety over that vote. Uh, the only thought, and it just depends on the traders, you know, perhaps there's um, the view that you know, this has been peaceful um, that may or may not continue because uh, Crimea clearly is still part of Ukraine, and Ukraine the Ukraine government has its own view of the situation. Uh, the key point is this issue is not going to go away for quite some time. Uh, and, it, and it's not going to be predictable. Uh, you can anticipate some market volatility off and on, emphasis on off and on, uh, due to developing events regarding Crimea. And, well, we have a new factor affecting market volatility. That's basically it. 
Thank you very much, Mark Rogers for McConaughey. I'm Mark Pender for McConaughey.